Jikaze, 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 Africa, Jikaze, 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 America, Jikaze, Jikaze, Jikaze. You are listening to African Father in America podcast by Simon Javano Kelly, live from Seattle, Washington, USA. Greetings, greetings, beautiful people. My name is Simon Javan Okelo. I am excited to be here with you for another episode of the African Father in America podcast. We are live and direct here with an incredible brother and friend of mine who is uh, my special guest today. Uh, DJ Black, go ahead and say hi to the people. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Major Simon, thank you for having me on board. Of course, of course, man, of course. Um, this has been a long time coming. I feel that you've been one of the biggest supporters of a lot of the work I've done here in Seattle, and uh, especially with Madaraka Festival, and I'm just so honored that you're here, and uh, I can't wait for us to go deeper into the conversation, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah, big things. Wajua. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. For those who are meeting my brother DJ Black for the first time, uh, he's a, he's a well-known African DJ here in the Seattle area. He's originally from Kenya. He grew up in Nairobi, Kenya, and uh, we are going to talk a lot more about him uh, as the show continues. For now, I just want us to begin with our proverb for the day uh, so that as we continue on with the conversation, you can also think about your own meaning of today's proverb, and you can put it down in the chat. I know that we are live on YouTube, where I want you to make sure you are subscribing to the channel and you're giving this video a thumbs up. But also, we are live on LinkedIn, you know, uh, where a lot of you who are professionals are probably watching while you are settling in at work. And then we have, uh, you know, we're also live on Facebook. If you're on Facebook, let us know in the chat and we are live on TikTok, and also we are live on Twitter. So we are all over the place, but we are right uh, here. I'm really excited to talk about Madaraka Festival, actually. So before I share the proverb, I'm just going to share with you a, a little bit about the Madaraka Festival. You can look, if you're watching and you're seeing the screen, you'll see the Madaraka Festival banner, and it shows you a, a list of incredible artists from the motherland, that we are bringing here to the diaspora, the tour, the, the Madaraka Festival this year, after happening for nine years, is going to be a national tour here in the U.S. On May 16th, we will be in, in New York at Avin Plaza. On May 21st, we will be in Atlanta at Bucket Theater. And on May 24th, we'll be in Dallas at the House of Blues. And May 26th, we will be in Seattle at Benaroya Hall. So we will be talking a lot about the Madaraka Festival uh, with my brother here, DJ Black. So the proverb, it says, uh, this is from Burundi. It says, the reception has more value than the invitation. The reception has more value than the in, in invitation. Uh, I want you to think about your own meaning of this proverb. But I, I quickly want to share three nuggets of wisdom that are related to this proverb. The first one says that, says that show hospitality and warmth towards others. You know, uh, even if you meet a stranger in the street, this is something that many Africans already do. Here, Seattle is known as a place where people are always uh, 
cold towards each other people are not always warm but if you meet an african here in the streets they will always be smiling and and uh, even if you don't smile back at them they'll always be smiling it's easier to know who is uh, straight from the motherland and who is not you know so that's what this proverb is reminding us show hospitality and warmth towards others number two, uh let's see what this says it says that building strong relationships and connections with others requires genuine effort and engagement and a willingness to be open and receptive to others you know i feel that my relationship with you dj black has always been something similar to this you know uh good relationships take time to build you know there are so many ups and downs but as long as you know that you're genuine you know the keyword here is genuine effort and engagement uh that's what really uh allows for good relationships to be built based on this proverb then finally create a positive and supportive community around you i feel that without the kind of community we built there would never be madaraka festival uh so this proverb is really really speaking about what we are talking uh about what we are pushing it says the reception has more value than the invitation dj black what comes to your mind when you hear this proverb uh, actually simon basically those are the basic fundamentals of becoming a dj <laughs> funny enough was you, you although you need all those to become a good dj not just the skill part not the skill set part of it love that i love that to become a good dj you need all this and also you you know as a dj you're always receiving people you're always taking care of people and uh when you invite people to a show they do not care about that invitation according to this proverb they will show up but how you treat them the reception yeah, yeah. you know uh and as a dj you know just taking your time and even getting off the decks to just recognize somebody uh they will never forget that giving people a shout out you know oh, <laughs> on yeah. the mic you know i remember in kenya way. huh it goes a long way just giving them a shout out it goes a long way in kenya you know when we went to the reggae clubs uh i remember we had we were writing you know the big ups from for our neighborhoods you know and then the the MC and DJ had big to exactly exactly <laughs> if you don't big up people they'll come and ask you wagwan you know <laughs> wagwan <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> anyway so you know i'm i'm really excited really to have you here i think you are the second DJ i'm having on the show The first DJ I had on the show was DJ Freddy Mook who is from Cameroon and he DJed at Madaraka Festival last year and we'll have him this year too. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, so uh I want to, you know, just ask you a question that I ask all my guests here in the African Father in America podcast. One of the questions I love asking guests is really a childhood story that inspired who you are today. You know for those who don't know outside of DJ Black being an incredible DJ who is influencing uh you know not just the the music scene here in Seattle and the African diaspora community but he's is known for you know uh expanding people's knowledge about dancehall and reggae and hip hop and soul and afrobeats and genge he's also rubbed shoulders with some of the biggest names when it comes to reggae music from uh you know lucky dube capleton 
Taras Riley, Conscience, Chakademas and Pliers, you know, Calligraph Jones, King Kaka, and many, many more. Uh, you didn't add the bunch to the list there. You oh, didn't, yeah, yeah. you know. The list is long. The list is long. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, I share with people that when I was eight years old, uh, my mother gave me a bicycle so that I could distribute milk and bread in our neighborhood. And, you know, these those days, you know, waking up early in the morning and having a bike in, in the neighborhood, I would meet some of my schoolmates already going to school. But for me, I had to hustle fast, you know. And uh, until today, you find that a lot of those schoolmates are still, some of them are still employed. Maybe some of them are working for an Indian or a company somewhere. But the spirit of entrepreneurship and taking risks came from those days on that bicycle, you know. <laughs> and the spirit of waking up early to do this show consistently, this is the third year, came from those days, you know. So I want you to also take us back, you know, take us back to um, a time in history that really inspires who you are today. Because outside of music and all your accomplishments, you're also an amazing father. And this platform is also for African fathers here in America. So talk to us about, you know, why you're so amazing today. <laughs> uh, man, you, it's it's funny you mentioned uh, a bike because I remember growing up in my neighborhood, only one kid had a bike, and we uh, and that's how I even learned how to ride a bike. So uh my mom put me up to a challenge and told me if i if i if i actually i think if i was to make i think 500 points out of six six twenty, i would get a bike <laughs> so i i did that i think it was i did that in premo and when i got the bike my mom was like hey that's that's all you now uh she's already got the bike uh, no, nothing for maintenance it's all on me so i had to start my hustle there and then since i was the second guy in the in the block with a bike I'm, i turned it into a business you know so <laughs> i got for anyone who who wanted to ride my bike had to pay so i think my my influence started right there and then I love that. I love that you turned that gift into a business, you know, that oh. very, very smart. <laughs> very, very smart. I had to pay for repairs out of my pocket. <laughs> yeah. And, and and that's how a lot of Boda Boda businesses grow, you know. Uh, some Boda Boda business, for those who don't know, bicycle taxis in, in Kenya are known as Boda Boda. And there are people who started with one bike. We lost DJ Black here for a second. Uh, Black, your camera is off. Uh, so whenever oh, you can, oh, there you are, no problem. Um, whenever, whenever you see, uh, you know, entrepreneurs in Kenya, they start with small things like that, you know. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, so I really, really love that story. But I want you to take us back a little bit into your DJing career, you know. I was a DJ myself, you know, and to be a DJ is not easy. It's a, it's a very competitive field. You have to be... You have to build a, an expansive network, not only with your audience, but with other DJs, with musicians, so that you get new music early, you know, networks, or so that your mixes can get to the people, event organizers, you know, venue owners, you know. So just give us a glimpse into 
your journey but also take us through uh you know when you look back what is it that makes you most proud you know so share with us a bit of your, your just your struggle and your challenges and the joy of being a dj but pick pick one story one moment that really uh you know makes you proud as a dj uh today actually i i Uh, before becoming a DJ, I had an ear for music. I mean, I, I, I mean, I love music across the board, all types of genres. So uh, my friend, my, one of my best friends was an artist. And uh, he used to do, uh, used to, uh, do shows. And I used to give him ideas when, while he was performing. So one day he told me, hey, how, come, how, come, how about you come and become you know, a DJ for him at one of his shows? And before, before his set, they gave me a 30-minute set, you know, to keep the crowd busy. And the crowd went crazy. And from there, after the show, he was like, hey, dude, you, you, you might want to think about DJing for a career. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? I never thought about it. So, I, it, I mean, I started that journey. And bef actually, before that, I used to network with people a lot. I like, you know, I like networking. I like meeting different people i think we can all learn from each other you know every everyone has a story to share so um with that said and with the journey uh, my dj journey the the most outstanding experience i can say is actually uh djing for lucky dube before actually he passed away that was that was an experience because i grew up listening to him and I got to share the same stage, <laughs> not as a fan. Yeah. <laughs> so, was, was this in Kenya? Uh, where did you share the stage with Lucky Dube, the late I great shared, Lucky Dube? I shared the stage with him in Dallas. He in had Dallas. Yeah, he had actually had the uh, USA tour before he went back home, and uh, the tragic incident happened. Man, man, man! Lucky Dube, may his soul rest in peace. You know. Uh, you know, Lucky Dube's songs, when you talk about Lucky Dube, the songs just start ringing in your head. You know, I remember growing up in Kenya, uh, you could hear Lucky Dube everywhere. You know, someone is cooking and reggae in the bedroom, reggae everywhere. You know, someone is, yeah, I'm a that one was everywhere, you know. Then I went to Liberia, I was working in Liberia right after the war. You would hear Lucky Dube by the riverside. People are washing clothes. People are doing chores, but you hear Lucky Dube there. You know, uh, you know, you 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 had Lucky Dube everywhere. You know, so Lucky Dube and Alpha Blondie were like the voices of freedom for Africa when Africa was going through a very very hard time. But take us a little bit back to that moment when you actually met him and when you worked closely with him. Uh, how did that feel? Because a lot of people who are watching the show um, do not really understand uh, the feeling of engaging with legendary artists like Lucky Dube. Well, uh, it was it was actually it was an eye opener because um, there's a lot. Of, I've met a lot of artists, and a lot some some artists, you know, they they have a different personality. With Lucky Dube, he was. You, you wouldn't expect he was a very simple guy very soft spoken never drunk never smoked 
and I mean, we held a conversation, and and it, I mean, he's just a, a guy like me and you. <laughs> I mean, he's larger than Ward at the same time, but when you are next to him, you don't even see that, you know. And I think, and and I think that's that's what inspired me, you know. Just simplicity is simpl simplicity sells. That's beautiful. You know, when you think about Lucky Dube, uh, you also have to think about other legendary reggae artists who have passed on. You know, you have to think about Bob Marley, you know. Uh, and Peter when Tosh. you think of yeah, Peter Tosh, of course. Uh, and even most recently, you know, Bunny Whaler, you know. Yeah. yeah, may their souls rest in peace. You know, Jacob Miller, you know, Joe, Joe, was it Joe yeah. Massa, Bob Marley's grandson that recently passed on? Joe Massa, oh, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Joe Massa. Anyway, uh, when you think about, uh, you know, Lucky Dube particularly, uh, you also find that now we have his daughter, you know, that is touring and continuing on with the legacy. But you find that there are many artists who are actually always saying, you know, I want to be the next Lucky Dube. I want to be the next Lucky Dube. I interviewed Samini from Ghana, who is an amazing artist. And I was really surprised for him to say that, you know, I want to be the next Lucky Dube, you know. <laughs> so what do you think the impact? Huh? He was. He was. He was. And as long as, as, long as uh, you sing from your heart, I think as long as you do anything from your heart, you, I mean, it will take you places. It will take you far. You know, I want you to just speak a little bit about um, why, even if an artist is a legend, they can't make it without DJs, you know? Uh, because a lot of people just say that a DJ is uh, a very small part of the music industry or a very small part of the entertainment industry. But I feel that without DJs, music cannot be known, you know? Uh, so I want you to just speak about why uh, many artists actually build stronger relationships with DJs uh, than any other person when it comes to, you know, pushing their music. Because we are like, we're, 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 the, we're, we're between, we're like the agents. We're the ones who know what the, uh, we're, we're the ones who are out there almost every weekend. We know what the crowd wants. We, I mean, we we, we can see with the, we can see what kind of trend is trending out there. Uh, what's new? What's phasing out? Basically, we're just like agents, you know, middlemen. <laughs> I love that. I love that you are in touch with the ground, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Unless you know the people who are paying attention to the ground, then uh, you will be swept. You will be swept oh, yeah. by the by the by you know by the by the season and by the winds of the time. Anyhow, I want us to go a little further into talking about your current project. You know, what is it that is coming up for you that you'd like to share with everyone who is joining us today? Before you continue, before you answer that, though, I just want to recognize Lavender who has joined us on YouTube. Thank you for your comment. Um, and also, I want to see more comments. I see that there are more people who are viewing, uh, whether you are on TikTok, whether you are on Twitter, whether you are on uh, on, on Facebook, on LinkedIn. I want to see your comment. 
in regards to the conversation I'm having with my special guest DJ Black, you know, uh, tell me what you think about these things we are talking about, but also tell me what you think about today's proverb, the reception has more value than the invitation. This is a proverb from, Zim, uh, from Burundi. It's the center of our conversation today. So let me know in the comments. And uh, DJ Black, share with us, you know, something that is coming up for you that you're excited to talk about. Uh, actually, uh, we, we're doing the Madaraka Festival together. I'm looking forward for that. Uh, Saudi Soul, it's been long overdue. They haven't been in, around. We have um, a very good lineup coming up, I see. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm excited for uh, this year's Madaraka Festival, too. Uh, we definitely have an incredible lineup, you know, that we put together for the masses, for the African people and the, and the African-American community and everybody who loves African culture and music. You know, um, I know that you have seen the growth of the Madaraka Festival over the years, uh, DJ Black. When you look back at the first one in 2014, or even the one that happened last year, uh, and you compare it to this year's lineup and the planning in general, uh, what could you say about that? I'm very pleased, and that's how uh, and that's how we should be moving. You know, we should be growing every day. Uh, Every day we should be the best versions of yesterday. So I love it, and I'm very proud of you. Keep keep doing what you're doing. You're spreading you're spreading a good message across the board. Thank you, man. Thank you. That means a lot. That means a lot. Uh, for those who are just joining us, uh, you know, I'm hosting my brother DJ Black, who is a Seattle-based DJ and producer. And we've interacted in so many platforms. I have a lot of love and respect for DJ Black. And uh, I want you, DJ Black, to get ready to share with everyone who is watching how they can stay connected with you and also how they can support the shows that you do in Seattle. Do you want to speak about your show that you do weekly? Uh, I'll hold off on that because uh, I'm, I'm still ironing out some details. Because we we are moving the spring and summer is here, we we gotta do some some tweaking around and uh, but for now we, let's focus with the Madaraka mm -hmm. and uh, <laughs> let's focus. I with love the that. First. I love that. <laughs> and um, and people can follow me on my social media. I have a YouTube Black the DJ. Uh, all that will be in the uh, at the bottom, the very bottom. So you can follow me on YouTube, I'm on uh, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, or actually all the social media platforms. Uh, put all the links in the bio, <laughs> as they say. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Yeah, I'll add the handle. If you look at the chat, we will add, uh, we'll actually add the handles. Uh, Lavenda, if you could help me with that, just add the, the handles for DJ Black in the chat. And I just want to share uh, a little graphic for those who are watching. Uh, I wanted to show you that beautiful, um, beautiful graphic design for the Madaraka Festival this year. If you're watching, you'll see there that we have Saudi Soul, we have Eddie Kenzo, we have King Kaka, we have Drez, uh, we have Anthony Cole, we have Tacoma Refugee Choir, we have One Vibe Band, we have DJ Les Cadence, DJ Poison Ivy, DJ Afrisha, DJ Freddie Mooks. And DJ Black, who is here with me right now, 
Uh, and also, we will be in Dallas. Uh, on MC Ryan, the DJ. MC Ryan, the DJ. Talk about talk about MC Ryan for a moment so that everyone who is here can learn just a little bit about him. MC Ryan is a, is a, a jack of all trades, a DJ, an, uh, an artist, a promoter, a hype man. <laughs> but by all, MC Ryan. That's I, uh, beautiful. He's a, good, he's a good friend of mine. We've worked together. We, we still even have projects coming up together. And uh, he'll be he'll be spearheading the Atlanta and Dallas Madaraka. So guys, be on the lookout. Yeah, he's a, and uh, check out his songs too. He's a DJ and an artist. Yeah, he's 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 doing an East African tour very soon. Uh, he gave me uh, the behind the scene, uh, you know, story around that. So you should definitely. Look out for an interview with him as well. In the next few uh, weeks and days, I will be interviewing a lot of people who are involved with Madaraka Festival from the production team who are uh, always behind the scene, uh, the production team to all the artists, the DJs, the venues, the partners. You'll be hearing from all of them here about the Madaraka Festival uh, so if you want to get the inside scoop of Madaraka Festival, you should also know that I've been producing, leading the production of this beautiful festival for, for nine years. So we are so close to the 10-year anniversary, and we want you all to go and get your tickets. You know, I was forgetting, um, you know, this is also a good place for you to, to, to get, like, discount discount uh, ticket opportunities, get free tickets. So if you're tuning in consistently, you might be surprised but I want to just share that for the New York show, the Dallas show, the Atlanta show, these shows. So New York is May May 16th. Uh, Atlanta is May 21st. And uh, Dallas is May 24th. For those tickets, you need to go to Ticketmaster. That's where you will be able to get those tickets and get them as soon as you can because this event is going to sell out across all the tour locations all the cities we are going to we are going to pack all those buildings and then seattle which is the main stop of the tour is may 26th and seattle is really beautiful uh especially the venue where we're having this event at benaroya hall it's a, a it's a it's a, a a space where seattle symphony this is the home of seattle symphony so if you look at the history of madaraka festival we've been pushing the envelope and trying to host Africa, an African festival in venues where you rarely see African people. We go and we break the barriers, we open the doors. And so we will be hosting Madaraka Festival inside Benaroya Hall, you know, and that is going to be a really, really beautiful thing. And you don't want to miss Saudi Soul uh, and uh, Eddie Kenzo. And, uh, you know, we have surprise artists, too, that we have not announced that are so incredible. So just uh, make sure you subscribe to my channel uh, here on YouTube, the African Father in America podcast. And also, if you're, if you're tuned in on TikTok, make sure you follow me there. On Twitter, make sure you follow me there. And, uh, of course, on LinkedIn as well. And Facebook, make sure you follow me there so that when we do this tomorrow... And the day after and the day after, you can really continue being a part of this community. I want to take a second to just recognize a few people 
who have been tuning in and making comments. So I started with Lavender, who is joining us right here in Seattle, Washington. Uh, Lavender is saying that uh, this proverb says it all for me. Nothing, nothing to minus or add. <laughs> okay, great, Lavender. Thank you. And then Brother Earth, who has been an amazing supporter of the show, says that greetings, family, peace and love. Uh, thank you again, Brother Earth, for being here. Um, I see that uh, we've been joined here also by uh, my brother, Miko Migra. A great conversation. I would love to showcase on Madaraka Festival. No problem. Go to madarakafestival.com. That's the website, madarakafestival.com. And uh, you can email us there and tell us your idea. We are always open. And then brother Johnny Nogood, who was... Uh, one of the headlining artists at Kijiji Night uh, on February 24th is also joining us uh, from Nebraska and he's saying good morning from Massachusetts. Oh, you must be traveling, brother. Uh, good morning to you. And then Miko Migra also says that the reception shows the real vibe of the host. That's his interpretation of this proverb. Uh, and uh, I see a lot of engagement here. Cubs is also here saying, good to see you all. Uh, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. We've come to the end of our show today. Uh, my brother, DJ Black, share with us your closing comments and share with us anything that I did not ask you that you want our viewers and our listeners to pay attention to. Uh, so, I mean, so far, I think you've touched base on, on a lot in a short span. And I mean, I do appreciate, again, the opportunity to be on your show. Looking forward for future future events and invitations. And um, I mean, I'm, I'm thankful. And all I can say is uh, let's support each other. You know, it's time for Africa. Thank you, my brother. I deeply appreciate you, especially for waking up so early. You know, a lot of people love their sleep. Yeah. This this is when the sleep is really tasty, you know. <laughs> I, almost, I almost rescheduled on you. <laughs> yeah, now you can go back to bed, you know, with all this inspiration. Now you can sleep well, you know. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm already, I'm already up now. Now I've got to get out and get it. Yeah, man. Thank you. Thank you again. Uh, please give my love and regards to your family and to everyone who is joining us today if you are just joining us my guest today is dj black who is an african producer and dj based here in seattle washington but born in nairobi kenya and he's worked with incredible uh, artists and producers over the years he's really a force to reckon with when it comes to the music scene here in seattle washington and uh, he's really really supported my work uh, and I'm really, really honored. You know, every year I've seen you at Madaraka. Sometimes you're not on stage, but you're bringing people. You're, you're making sure we see each other. And you tell me, look, you did a good job this time. And I remember, I remember all those years and I deeply appreciate it. So this, this has been beautiful. Take care, my brother. And thank you all for being here with us today. Many, many blessings. Thank you. Thank you. African father in America. Africa,
You are listening to African Father in America podcast by Simon Javanokelo live from Seattle, Washington.